Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who proves you don't have to be a fanatic to be fit, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at does it really matter how hard you work out and went over some of the benefits and drawbacks of high-intensity workouts. This week, as we're in the middle of the holiday season, the six weeks from Thanksgiving to New Year's, the same things keep coming up when I'm in conversations. And the big thing is, how do I keep from gaining weight over the holidays? So I'm going to look at some ways that you can easily prevent weight gain during the holidays. Now, the first thing we need to do is look at realistically the weight gain during the holidays. And if you want more detail on this, Season 2, Episode 10, I did an entire entire podcast on the amount of weight that you actually gain during the holiday season. But I'm just going to condense it here. The average person gains a little less than a pound. Now, studies say that people who are heavier, generally will gain a little more weight over the holidays than people who are natural who are leaner and usually that's because the people who are thinner have developed habits to and are very conscious of their weight and so they do that to stay do extra to stay thinner and the people who are heavier may or may not have but that's that's all generality um the most that any group gains over the holidays is five pounds, which is a pretty significant amount of weight. The scariest part is for almost everyone, half of your annual weight gain is done during the six weeks between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Now, if you look online about ways to prevent holiday weight gain, the number one thing it says is, well, just don't eat it. And that's a really great idea, except it just doesn't work. Um, some of us have the self-control to skip the meal, to, to take small servings when you go to that office Christmas party. But the problem is, whenever your best friend that works in the cubicle beside of you or works in the office that shares an office with you comes in so excited about the box, about the batch of fudge they just made over the weekend, and they bring you in a sample of it so that you can try it, and they hand it to you right there with this expectant look in your in their eyes that you're going to try this and and you're going to just love it, and for you to look at them and say, "No, I'm not eating that," then. Well, you're a jerk. So, to and besides, you're going to be sitting there all day thinking, man, I wish I'd eaten that fudge. It looks so good. So, you've got to do something to be able to indulge a little bit. I mean, you don't have to go crazy, but to be able to indulge a little bit whenever those circumstances arise and still keep your weight in control. Well, because I'm a science nerd, I have to do a little bit of teaching here. What happens to your food when you eat it? Now, there's a lot of the stuff that gets broken down and made into you and all that. But the stuff that you burn, the calories, let's just talk about the calories. 60% of the calories that you use in a day, your total energy expenditure, is the stuff that is the calories that just keep you alive. The ones that move your blood, the ones where you breathe, the ones where your brain is thinking of things, and all of this is called your basal metabolic rate. Now, you can increase your basal metabolic rate. There's about, there's an 
80% variance in basal metabolic rate between people of the same size. And the main way to do this is to increase your fat-free mass, which is better known as put on a little bit more muscle. Um, do some weightlifting. Do some exercising. Do some stuff to be active. However, if we're talking about what we're going to do in the next six weeks, and actually we're partway into the holiday season, so the next four or five weeks, you really don't have a lot of time to put on a lot of muscle. Although if you want to have weight control into the new year, um, that might be something for you to look at. The second thing is the thermic effect of food. It takes energy to break down your food and push it through your digestive system. If you remember in the Thanksgiving episode when I was talking about it, that you know that's what makes you sleepy after the big meal is because you're burning so many calories, you're taking so much of your body's energy just to get that digested. And that takes about 10% of your total calories of, for the day. Now, it's yeah, if you eat a bigger meal, you do burn more calories, but it's still a small percentage. So you're not going to eat yourself thin. So don't think that eating is a great exercise plan. And the last thing is your physical activity thermogenesis, the calories that you burn moving. And there's two different kinds. There's exercise activity thermogenesis, the eat and exercise for people who exercise in the United States. It accounts for about 1% of your um, total calories. Now, that's saying the people who exercise, they average an exercise of twice a week. So, you know, it, if you exercise more than that, yours will probably be more than that. But it's still a fairly small percentage of your total calorie expenditure. Although, like I said, it does increase the biggest part of your calorie expenditure, which is your resting metabolic rate. So exercise is a very good thing. But once again, um, you, you're not going to be able to increase it that much in the time we've got left at the holiday season. So what's left? It's called non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and that's just the moving you do to get up and go to the bathroom, to get up and go to the refrigerator, to get up and get a drink of water, to fidget around. What All the other stuff that you do that is movement, but it's not exercise. And when we study people, this varies by up to 2,000 calories in a day. 2,000 calories, that's what most people eat in a day. So you could burn basically a day's worth of calories just by being more active. Now, when I say just by being more active, that's people who are working, say, a, a, on a, in an agricultural setting, throwing hay bales all day or something. So it's if you're going to burn 2,000 calories in a day, it's going to be a lot of activity. But on a more realistic thing, they did a study, and half the people were thin, and half the people were just a little heavy. They weren't really obese. They were just a little heavy. And they were about the, the same age and everything. And they ate about the same number of calories. So they looked at them. And what happened was the people that were lean fidgeted. And the people that were heavy didn't. And they checked. And the people that were fidgeting burned about 350 calories a day just by fidgeting. So let's see how that applies to us. If you say that the average person, although I said the average person gains a pound, let's say that you're more sedentary or whatever, that you're worried about gaining two and a half pounds. If you're worried about gaining two and a half pounds in the 42 days that we're talking about, that means you need to burn an extra 200 calories per day. That's really not a lot. So let's look, quickly look at a few ways you can do that. One is if you have an activity tracker, 2,000 steps is about 100 calories. So if you added 4,000 steps to your daily total, you got it made. 
you may not have 4,000, uh, time to add 4,000 steps. Well, if you add 2,000 steps, you've got to burn another 100 calories. There's a lot of things you can do that will help you burn 100 calories. Um, I mean, even something as simple as chewing gum can add to your neat calories. I mean, chewing gum burns 11 calories an hour. If you happen to chew gum for 10 hours a day straight, which I think would be difficult, but if you did that, there's your other 100 calories. So there's a lot of different things. There's a thing that has just been studied recently, and there's a lot of hype about it if you happen to read this kind of thing. It's called the soleus push-up. And all a soleus push-up is, you're sitting at your desk, you come up on your tiptoes, hold it for a second, and lower your heels back down. Come up on your tiptoes, lower your heels back down. You can do that for hours, and it burns a significant number of calories. Then there's always the old stuff like whenever you're going holiday shopping, unless you do it like I do and sit at a computer and do it, which doesn't really help much. But if you're going to the store, park farther away. Let somebody else have that space. You get less door dings, and you don't have to fight stress as much looking for a parking space. If you're like me that absolutely loves your morning cup of coffee, use a smaller coffee cup. You're going to have to get up and walk to the coffee maker more often. That's going to get you some more steps. And another thing, when you're listening to the music, don't just sit there. Move to the music. All of these little movements will add up, and you're only looking for 200 extra calories during the day. If you burn those extra 200 calories during the day, and you were one of the people that only was going to gain one pound, you will have actually lost one and one half pounds over the holiday season. And that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.